Alright, so this is like my first podcast, so bear with me a little. But what I will be talking about is the cold case of John Benet Ramsey. So I bet a lot of you are familiar with this case, but if not, this is a really good case and it's kind of confusing yet intriguing in a way. So John Benet Ramsey was a six year old beauty queen from Boulder, Colorado. She was found dead on December 26th, 1996 in her own home. Her family was a very wealthy family. She was a daughter of John and Patsy Ramsey. So Patsy Ramsey was a beauty queen when she was younger. So that's why John Bonet was a beauty queen at the time as well. Just because Patsy wanted her daughter to follow in her footsteps. John Ramsey was a very wealthy man who had a net worth of $6.4 million at the time. So if we were to do the math now, it would be approximately $10 million. So he ran the company Access Granted, which is a computer company. A fun fact is that both parents had children from previous marriages, which in result would be Burke Ramsey. So Burke Ramsey was John John Ramsey's son from his previous marriage, but he is John Bonet's older brother. And another fun fact is that their house was a four-story house, which technically it was three floors and a basement, but they called it a four-story house. John Ramsey was the most powerful person in Boulder, Colorado at the time, just because he was a very wealthy man. And oh, something to know about John Benet was that she won 24 beauty pageants during the ages of four and six. And they weren't just local beauty pageants. If anything, they were um, statewide and then national wide. So she was a pretty good contestant. All right, now for the interesting part the murder so on december 25th the ramsey's family went to a christmas party and then arrived home between 8 8 and 9 p.m so both john and burke went to bed and then patsy and john went to bed right after on december 26th on at 5.52 a.m., the police department receives a 911 call from Patsy saying that there's a ransom note and that her daughter's missing. But the way she says it is in a weird way. Well, for me anyways. She says that there's a kidnapping and I found a note. She doesn't say that her daughter has been kidnapped or anything like that. She just says that there's been a kidnapping and then there's a note. Later on in the... 911 call she does say that her daughter's missing that someone took her but at the beginning she just says there's been a kidnapping and I found a note so the police department arrives between 30 minutes so like around 6 15 is when they approximately approximately come in so they treat it as a kidnapping so they never went around the house to search for John Benet they just set up the house as a con control center so basically that's where they would 
wait for the kidnapper to call and tell John John Ramsey where to drop off the money or what to do. They never really thought of it as a murder scene. And so, yeah. And also another fact, all the officers that were on scene at the time, they were all rookie officers because it was the day after Christmas. And so a lot of the senior the senior officers were not were not there at the time because if you know anything about how the rankings work in the police department if you have seniority you do get to pick which days you do want off but if you are a rookie or you've been in the department for not that long of a time you are most likely working holidays so the peop- so the officers at the scene first at the scene were rook were a rookie staff they weren't the senior officers that the police department had in boulder colorado all right so for the ransom note the ransom note was found at the bottom of the stairs and it's said to be one of the longest ransom notes ever being three pages long and approximately 380 words and it was all written in sharpie and one of the officers on the scene they found a set of three rough drafts in a trash can by the stationary area. So the letter itself seems to be very odd and cartoony like just because um of the way it was wording. There was multiple errors in the ransom note itself, but when it came to like complicated words, like they would they were able to spell it right. So one of the demands that they asked for is to have $118,000 delivered for John Bonet. And also, it had to be, like, broken up evenly. It couldn't be, like, the way the bank teller wanted it. The way that the kidnappers wanted the money to be is the first 100000 were to be in all $100 bills, and then the 18000 were to be in all 20s. It was also supposed to be delivered by a black, I mean, a brown paper bag or else John Bonet would have been beheaded. Also, they said that the Ramsey's family should not try to communicate law enforcement because then John Bonet would be beheaded. And at one point it said that they weren't allowed to talk to a dog. I don't know why, but they just weren't allowed to talk to a dog. And that would have resulted in John Bonet being beheaded. So, like, a lot of things that they couldn't do would result in John Bonet being beheaded, which is weird. And also, there was weird percentages as well. They said that if the Ramses didn't follow the instructions that were given to them, they had a 99% chance of not getting their daughter back. But if they followed all the instructions that were given to them, they would have a 100% chance of getting her back. Which, those percentages are just weird in general. But, anyways. So, the kidnappers also said that they were going to call between 8am and 10pm on instructions on how to get the money delivered to them. And, according to the investigation notes, they never called so that's what lead it up to 
why Patsy and John Ramsey were so anxious because the kidnappers never called back. Finding John Benet. So what had happened is that Patsy and John Ramsey were with the officers at the time in the living room. And so Patsy was having a little nervous breakdown and John was being really anxious, really worried, and was just pacing around the living room. And so the head officer in charge at the time gave John a job to do just so he could calm down his nerves. And so what John had to do was search every room in the house for nothing in particular, really, just for him to calm his nerves. And so that's what he did. The first thing that John did was he went down to the basement. And in the basement, there's a wine cellar. And as soon as John opened the door, he found John Benet tied to a chair and with a sheet over her head. And when John found her like that, he carried her up to the main floor to the kitchen. And then a police officer, for some reason, took her body from the kitchen and placed her in the living room. And from there, Patsy was over her body and basically in shock that her daughter was dead and that there was nothing that she can do about it. For the autopsy, they found that her skull was fractured and they also found taser marks on her. But her cause of death was strangulation and blunt force trauma, which explains the skull fracture. And the way she was strangulated was with the grout. And for those of you who don't know what a grout is, it's basically a piece of wire or rope with handles on the ends that is used to choke someone with. And with this grout, it's said to be that the handles were from Patsy's paintbrushes. So they were broken in half and they were used as handles to choke John Bonet. There was also some evidence found of a sexual assault, but over the years it's been ruled out as one of the main pieces of evidence out there. Okay, so we do have a list of suspects. And the first main suspects for a while was the Ramsey's family. They said that there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there saying that it was Burke. So Burke had grabbed his toy train and had hit John Binet on her head, causing the blunt force trauma. But it didn't kill her at first. And so she was probably knocked unconscious. And then when Burke did that, he went to go tell Patsy. And then Patsy was like, oh my gosh, like, there's nothing we could really do about it. So she just, like, strangled her with the grout. And that's what a lot of people believe, but I'm not a big fan about that. So they're just saying it's an accident and they just made it as a cover-up. Which would explain why the ransom note was so weird and how the money that they were asking for was very was very like specific to why um it was so close to John Ramsey's Christmas bonus so a lot of people suspect the family and then there are other people like Bill McReynolds 
he was a suspect for him for a while so he had visited the ramsey's families two days before christmas and he was dressed up as santa claus and he said that he felt a special connection to john benet was because john benet had given him a vial of glitter for him he said that no other child has ever given him a gift while he was dressed up as santa and when he received that gift, he felt like he had a special connection with her. So he went into heart surgery a couple of days after that. And then he requested that his ashes be mixed with the vial of glitter that John Benet had given to had given to him. And just that fact alone is kinda like really creepy in a sense. So yeah, a lot of people suspect him just because he had a quote-unquote special connection and like he was obsessed with her at certain points another suspect we have is gary oliva he was one of the ramsey's neighbors so he's known to be a sexual predator and he called his friend up michael vale a couple of days later saying that he had killed a girl in boulder colorado that he had killed a girl on christmas day and it was just weird all in all that's just like a summary of what the phone call was and then michael vale had gotten in touch with the media outlet in touch which was famous around the united states for anything related to crime and so Michael Vale, Gary Olivia's friend, had said that his friend had murdered her, had murdered John Benet, and that he had evidence. But the only reason why they didn't connect the two was because the DNA didn't match him at all. And so then we have John Mark Carr, which I honestly believe he... He's just an awful person in general. So he's a divorced elementary teacher. And so he claimed on an interview. I'm not so sure whose interview it was. But he just said that he claimed on an interview that he had killed John Benet Ramsey. That he's the one who entered the house, grabbed her, and was going to rape her essentially and then instead he killed her by strangulation and blunt force trauma but the police um did a investigation on him to see if all of his allegations were true and it said that he wasn't even in boulder colorado at the time but the way that john mark carr had said in the interview with um the media outlet that he it was so close on how the crime was actually presented itself but the police department had no official way to like tie him in Boulder, Colorado at the time. So for all these three guys that I mentioned before, the only reason that they were ruled out as a suspect was because of the DNA. And which is weird because with the DNA, they weren't 
they ran it through the FBI's database and out of all of those DNAs that they had stored in the database, they could not have found anyone to match the DNA on John Binet's um, underwear. So that's the only reason why they ruled it out as a possible sexual assault because the DNA didn't match anyone in their database and it didn't match any of these three guys or anyone belonging in the Ramsey's family itself. So yeah. So the end all game, well, kind of, not really. So the next day on December 27th, the Ramsey's lawyered up essentially. And then the only reason why is because they immediately accused the Ramseys of killing John Benet. And the police department itself couldn't really rule them out as a suspect. So the whole police department themselves were divided between that the Ramseys were guilty and that the Ramseys were not. And because of the evidence being destroyed and bad police work and a contamination of the scene, the DA didn't trust the police department on their investigation skills. So they hired their own private investigator to investigate for them. And then when that happened, the police department decided to lawyer up as well. So the Ramsey's lawyers wouldn't let the Ramsey's talk to the police department at all, only for their initial interview, which only lasted around six months. So for the initial interview, that's when they asked where they were at the time of the incident, um, what had happened before, how did they find her, and etc., and so then after that, two years later, they came up with a second interview. And then by 2006, 10 years later, after the crime had been committed, they officially ruled out the Ramses as no longer being a suspect. And it was a big mess. Like the DA had come out and made a speech asking the Ramses for forgiveness, that it was wrong for them to suspect them to be a suspect in their own daughter's murder and so yeah 